Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. guys we're back we have the four horsemen here um it's life is good we have the website back up back up back up and going posting content watching football winter meetings is up uh, let's just dive into it did you know that ryan the intern is a real ee e. cummings he's a fucking poet right <laughs> oh by the way ryan, ryan josh and nick we're starting off the whole gate yeah yeah starting off what are you scared whole squad you said some mean shit about about <laughs> about Texas Ranger uh, Hall of Famer Jacob Degrom. Why not own up to it, huh? Huh? Ryan, Go there's ahead. a rumor. Isn't your wife uh, Maya Angelou? Isn't that uh? Isn't that the case? No, she's actually the caged bird, and I just keep ah. her um, <laughs> locked in the basement. Um. Yeah. Um. Winter meetings about is well. I mean, was tomorrow, right? Uh. We got guys. Well, they start around. tonight. Starts tonight. Start tonight. tonight. Sweet. They're flying in. They're going to do some trades, possibly. Shake hands. Shake hands. I was reading uh, in this Whitey Herzog autobiography uh, about um, about uh, winter meetings with him. And uh, before he got rid of Gary Templeton, he said he was the only guy he knew he wasn't going to trade at the winter meetings. And then Gary grabbed his dick in front of a bunch of Cardinals fans on ladies night might I add and Whitey <laughs> quickly changed his mind on that and he kind of hmm. fun fun little story how he got Ozzy Smith Ozzy Smith's uh, agent represented movie stars and um, he went into the Padres and asked for five years 25 million and they laughed him out of the room and Ozzy got pissed and uh, lo and behold Luckily, Gary Templeton showed those ladies what was up. Uh, Red filled <laughs> Gary Templeton for the win, and uh, went into the next winter meetings, and they made a little swappity swap swap, and that's how we ended up with them. Winter meetings are important, folks. This is good. You know, if if there's a god, Peter Angelos is going to head right into San Diego and contract RSV. So, <laughs> yeah, or yeah, or his, <laughs> or his plane. I miss hits you so a, much. Crashes in a. <laughs> Yeah, we we were lacking a certain edge, believe it or not, to the episodes whenever you've been gone, Nick. Like uh, being mean to people, <laughs> like wishing bodily harm on people. So I thought I could carry the torch, but honestly, it's just funny when I do it, and then uh, when you when you do it, I feel like I can do it with you. Like I feel like I can follow you. Like there's a lot more weight. There's definitely a lot more weight behind it. Um, <laughs> let's not bury the lead. Ryan wrote a gay poem. He's going to read it. To celebrate winter meetings. All right. <clears throat> let's hear it. All righty. Here we go. Do you need Christmas music cool. or anything playing in the back? Or Yeah, maybe some bells. You could uh, shake your balls and Okay, here. Let jingle. me go to 
you let me go on the internet. Let me type in big droopy jangling balls. Uh, Christmas background music. No copyright. There <laughs> <laughs> we go. Eight hours. We got eight hours. All right, Ryan, you're good to go. All right. <clears throat> Twas the night of winter meetings, and all through the loo, not a Cardinals fan knew just what Mosellock would do. The hot stove was sizzling, some teams had improved, but St. Louis had yet to make a damn move. A delusional few had Trey Turner in their head, but most will acknowledge that that Colt is brain dead. Prospect huggers in their kerchiefs, and I fully nude, argued about Carlson until it got very rude. When over on Twitter there arose such a clatter, I logged onto the app to see what was the matter. <laughs> Away to Texas, DeGrom in a flash, LOL Mets, on my keyboard I mashed. <laughs> Five years to the Rangers, read the Heyman alert. But for most of that contract, oh, Jake will be hurt. (laughs) (laughs) Then what to my wondering eyes did I see? Reynolds wanting a trade from the team at PNC. The Pirates are garbage and should be sent down to the Frontier League. Their owner's a clown. (laughs) The star outfielder won't be traded in the division, but I'd give up Newt, Ton, or DZ. DC! to realize that vision. With other pieces, of course, having to empty their locker, even Gorman or Libby, I'm no stupid fucker. (laughs) During of new blood in the lineup, oh, it's such a blast. Like Contreras or Belly, or an A's catcher with ass. (laughs) But I am not new to our team's off-season ways. Then I know that we're going to probably sign some fucking washed-up fucking catcher like Zanino or Nervaez or trade for IKFs or some stupid fucking shit like that, and you're gonna like it. You're gonna fucking love it. You're actually gonna talk yourself into it. You're gonna, like, we're gonna sign Corey Kluber, and you're gonna be like, oh my god, maybe he'll bounce back. And, like, you, you're, you're gonna like that, you fucking sicko. You're gonna like it. You're gonna love it. Maybe Ben Gamble, too. Throw Ben Gamble in, you sick fuck. Deep down, you know that's what you're gonna do, and you're gonna fucking love it. Happy winter meetings to all, and to all a good night. There we go, folks. We are in the holiday spirit. Uh, <laughs> LOL Mets on my keyboard I match. It's a very good line. Um, that was solid. Um, Thank you. Beautiful. That was very nice. The great thing about Ryan's art is that it's also very informative, folks. Uh, a lot has happened since the last episode. Jacob DeGrom is a Texas Ranger. That means two things. One, the Rangers paid a lot of money to win 78 games again. <laughs> yep. Two, Josh has a 3-0 lead in the offseason predictions list. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. He gets a yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's what he gets right there. He gets an old-fashioned Lucy is what he gets. Um, yeah. Uh, what What does everyone feel about DeGrom leaving New York? Um, I will say Rangers-Mets were my two choices. Kind of wish I would have gone with Rangers, but the way the Mets and DeGrom had spoke, I thought they would reach a deal and he would hang around. 
apparently the Mets had offered three years, uh, forty million AAV. But That's smart as fuck. Too. <laughs> yeah, it's um, John John Heyman is a very colossal self-owning journalist. I'm uh, uh, I've noticed. Um, you know, Degrom should have been making all that fuck you money uh, years prior. So him wanting it now, you know, I'm I'm happy he got his bag. Um, I think we all know what's gonna happen though. About ten starts in at most into his next season. <laughs> but how's everyone? You think he's gonna around? make? Ring you think bell. he's gonna make? Make ten starts? It's gonna happen. Spring training. It's gonna be bone spurs or some shit like that. Do you guys want to add a caveat to our predictions list? What, what the Jacob Degrom storyline? I've got I've got tendonitis in my forearm. <laughs> oh, my forearm! I got corns on my feet. Uh, I got a UTI <laughs> from eating all your guys' corn down here. Yo, <laughs> I my big city digestion can't handle your big. Country rule appetites. <laughs> oh, I, I mean, got all, gas. NAFTA was a killer. We can't forget that. We, NAFTA mm-hmm. really fucked us over on our corn. On our corns. Here we go. The gang's off-season predictions. Uh, Degrom. Degrom storyline. Anyone want to make predictions when he gets hurt? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's definitely there's going to be a setback before the season, 100. percent It'll be his last right. start of spring training. They say, "In quote, he passed all of his physicals." End quote. But uh, you know, you know who else always did? Kent Bottenfield. You ever see it, that guy? Oh god damn it! <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, god, Kent not Bottenfield. Again. What about him? You know, so on he's his, a round you know, man. Said, yeah, you know it said he was only like 215, 220 pounds. That guy looked 215, 220 pounds. Not in today's standards now. He just way more. No, he no, and he wasn't then. He he was at least a good 250, 260. He was Sidney Ponzone before Sidney Ponzone. Dude, <laughs> dude was a fucking unit, is what he was. He was um, big boned. Okay. Just like me. So, Nick is saying spring training setback or before the season? Like, he's just warming up in February, and then his arm just it, says, it It'll be, it. yeah, it'll be between, like, spring training and beginning of the season. I will say he'll survive that long, and he'll get begin to get hurt in April. <laughs> like, mid to late April. What do you got, Josh? Josh, it'll, you should it'll be brave. Be you're the one winning. You got. You're the fucking Degrom. Yeah, no, right now. I am brave. He's, he makes gonna... it the whole season. Shatters his elbow in the post. No, they won't go to postseason. <laughs> well, you know, I I feel kind of bad weighing in on this because I've been channeling the Dark Lord of late, and oh. I actually have a dark cloud just hanging over Port St. Lucie in Florida. And you know, um, mm. the day of his last start, he's going to be fucking lights out in spring training. They're going to be like, holy shit, this is our guy. We finally have an ace in Texas. Let's what go. What a giga Chad. Yeah. Last fucking start. It's not it's like gonna they be had like... a great pitching staff a few years ago with like Lance <gasps> Lynn and uh, that other, that minor guy. Anyway, yeah, continue. 
Sure. Um, it's going to be his very last start. He's going to be sailing through five innings, and it's going to be like the, okay, you know, that kind of teeter-totter they do in spring training where, like, we want to get you stretched out. You've gone five innings. Do you really want to dog this out? And he's going to be like, yeah, I'm going to dog it out. He's going to yeah, pull I'm a, a dog. Fucking, he's going to pull a Madison Bumgarner. And uh, the man is going to... Ride his dirt bike this... into the dugout. <laughs> He's, he, he somehow he's gonna have like a very lingering hand issue. Like it's not one that anyone can really like describe, but it's just gonna be like stiffness in the fingers, and it turns. No, it's listen. gonna be something like that. It's gonna be like a nerve damage that just keeps Tom him for his I entire cannot, contract. Cannot feel my fingers is what it's gonna say. Tom, yeah, your tweet, your tweet last night was a banger. Which one was it? I the made Mike a lot Maddox about one. Oh yeah, the Mike Maddox. <laughs> <laughs> Degrom. Oh, that's what I should make. Redo my goofus as Degrom. Season's gonna come to an end because Mike Maddox is gonna come out and grab his shoulder too hard. <laughs> 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 he can't help that. himself, and he knows it's a tender shoulder, but he can't help himself. He's like, I gotta grab. I gotta grab it just once. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Fantasizing about can't Mike help Maddox it. squeezing to ground. Will that be his injury? Just he's so frail. Mike Maddox's grab just shatters his his shoulder. Oh, and it buckles him on the mound. Like it buckles him. He's like in a he's in complete objective pain. Like he falls on the ground like a fucking 60. World Cup player. <laughs> Due to Mike Maddox molestation, right on the Ooh. aisle. How, yes, it's molested by pitching coach is what it's going to say. Molested. <laughs> Did Pan- anybody see that? Pancake by that- a drunk dump truck driver. <laughs> I don't know if it was fake or not, but there's like a video of Showalter just like harassing. No, that's real, dude. dude. That is real? That well, is him it? grabbing up his ass. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, putting his finger down. I thought that was Terry Collins. Like, that seems like a Terry Collins thing to do. But, uh, yeah, I mean, coaches molest millionaires all the time i mean you know it's it's a normal thing we shouldn't talk about it we he straight up oil checked him he's just like puts his finger in his mouth before he does it so you just see old man <laughs> slobber <laughs> he's got a massive pointer finger it's the longest <laughs> finger on his hands <laughs> I've got to take my temperature. It's like a finger from Elden Ring. (laughs) (laughs) He lubes it up, slowly creeps down like a a curious little caterpillar. (laughs) 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 And then then cuts to black. Jacob deGrom has signed a five-year deal with the Texas Rangers. (laughs) (laughs) Man. uh, I mean, it's not the. I mean, he's had it shoved in his ass before. It's usually by Mets ownership, though. Um, so Ryan and I made fun of John Heyman for this one, but um, we tend to accept that a player who's worth like a win by WAR standards is worth about eight million dollars per win, or at least around that. And uh, our friend, friend of the pod, John Heyman, had some opinions on that. Uh, about like the Mets just being wise and not wanting to overpay him. Um, Jacob DeGrom has given them, here I'll tell you guys, um, 
since we like baseball reference here, he's provided about 44 wins for the New York Metropolitans, okay? I mean, that's that's some serious production, especially from a pitcher. Guy, I mean, when he hits, he, I mean, he was a hitting pitcher. He was a pretty good guy. Um, so, you know, 44 million, or 44 million, 44 wins times $8 million. He gave them $352 million in production. And the Mets paid him, um, let's see here, um, uh, a third of that. So, <laughs> great. I mean, it's not uncommon for baseball owners to do that. Uh, I'm happy DeGrom's getting this bag, but um, I don't know. Um, I think he, he, even if he makes like 10, 15 starts, whatever bag he was going to get, he's going to kind of be worth it. I mean, he was worth about... 30 something million this past two years. So he, he made that money easily. But if you ask John Heyman, though, I don't know. He's an expensive ball player. He's going to get hurt too much. So I, I'm curious if though I'm curious if DeGrom transitions to a bullpen row, role, though. I feel like that's. Oh my God. No. <laughs> I think he's earned it. They're going to employ openers. Yeah, he, Middle reliever and closer, he'll be the, uh, and the by, guy. Yeah, if he's an opener, he'd be an opener that's just fucking straight up dominating the first two innings. Like, all right, well, he's done, so let's bring in, um, I, I don't know, Brooks Raley. Here he comes. <laughs> How am I supposed to he's follow that? Guys, there I have go. a really radical thought here. Like, what, what if it? he's an opener, but he goes, like, six or seven innings? Ooh, yeah, that'd be a new one. That's 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 kind. I know it's kind of an out there concept. Um, yeah, but it hasn't been tried. It has no, not, not at tried. all. Wait, Josh, Josh, is he going to face the lineup more than three times during that? During Never. Yeah. yeah, depending on how he's doing, he might be between two and three, but it could be even three plus. You just don't know. Um, oh my you know. god! <laughs> but he only does that if he pitches. You're saying more than five innings. Yeah, um, oh. like he's got to be he's got to be opening pretty well. Um, that you know, is some, can't be. that is some crazy talk. The next year, next thing you're gonna say is that the, the, we're gonna have astroturf and we're gonna push the fences back. I an opener who starts a game and goes six innings or more. I have never heard of that. It, no guy. Am I uh, am I mistaken or did Kumar Rocker? get drafted to the Rangers too. He's in the Rangers system because he initially went uh, got picked up to by the, the Mets. Mets and then the, Isn't the, the, isn't Jack Leiter on the Rangers as well? Yeah. 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 Damn, that's crazy. That's going to be a good ass uh rotation. Yeah, um I got to see how Leiter did. They'll be yeah, I mean they're going to be solid at the very least middle of the rotation arms. Is a uh, Marwin so. Gonzalez coming back to the Rangers? Is he there for another year? Marwin yeah, isn't he? He was on the Yankees. Wait, who am I thinking of? He he had like kind of a bounce back year last year. He was on the Rangers. He was kind of like floated in trade talks, but didn't get moved. Martin Perez. Uh, Martin pitcher? Perez. Yes. He signed. Yeah. He he took the uh, qualifying offer, which is smart. It's like t- almost twenty million dollars. So yeah, like at eighteen and a half, nineteen million. He made the right choice on that one. So okay. Hey, he earned his bag. We're happy. We're all about guys getting their bags here. That's what this podcast is founded on is getting your bag. Okay. But going going back to the Kumar Rocker, 
seeing him like follow Degrom, like they go like pitch a Saturday Sunday is gonna be a big LOL Mets weekend. Like, that would be <laughs> the yeah. The Rangers would... are facing the Mets in the World Series, and Game One starter is a very dude. The, is a, the is Mets a, are in bad shape right now. The is a Game One starter is now a cyborg. Uh, Jacob Degrom has nothing on his lo- on his on his body and limbs is uh, is organic anymore. He's just a synthetic component. And so then game two is Kumar fucking Rocker who uh, throws a no hitter against him. <laughs> I revel in uh, all the Mets fans' pain. Um, the only two reactions I saw with Degrom's departure was uh, was. I would compare it to like when Pujols left, uh, that level of dismay, and then pure hate. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna get hurt. He ain't gonna fucking do anything. He didn't fucking do anything here. I'm like, ah, he was. I'm not gonna lie, man. Like when he was with you guys for those like 20 starts the last two years, uh, he was pretty fun. <laughs> he was really good, man. Like he got 25 starts out of him the last two seasons. I know that ain't a yeah, lot, dude. but he. You got he a total of 100 innings. Yeah, he earned every red cent of those of those 25 starts. So, um, I guess we can just uh, call it now. Mets uh, will lose uh, 85 to 90 games easily now. Mm, they want Rodon pretty bad, and they want Verlander. But I'm not sold on Rodon. Yeah, Rodon's kind of – I mean, he's – He's good. Kind of he's good. Mid- <clears throat> I mean, I feel like he's an ace on a bad team, but it's like a really bad team, and he's really more. I like would have liked the Cardinals two. to sign him for real, but you know, Rodon. If he doesn't, his best. He had the best fastball among starters this past season. So he has a wicked slider, but he has, and he described <laughs> it literally as a "fuck you" fastball. As long as that fastball doesn't uh, regress in any sense. He'll be he'll be lights out for whoever he goes to, but the big thing is is health for him. Health has always been a uh, always been a mitigating factor. He's been healthy the last hey, two seasons, which is good. But what's wrong, buddy? Can you uh, talk? Can uh, you kind of give more of a breakdown on his slider in one of our uh, one of our friends of the podcast uh, interpretation of him? Someone a certain po- podcast co-host just really loves that character. Um, <laughs> The uh, pitching ninja. Uh, yeah. Let me give me a second. I'm gonna call Rob. One second. Okay. All right. <laughs> hey, hey, Rob. Yeah, it's me again. No, I, I don't have it. Here, I gotta put you on speakerphone. Um. <clears throat> uh, yeah. No, we're recording. No, we won't put out your address again. Um, <laughs> no, we've never told. No, we've we no no we've never told our eighty-five listeners where you keep them. Yep, yep, yep. Your secret is safe and buried with us. Okay, uh, Rob, I'm putting you on speaker. Um, how would you describe uh, Carlos Rodon's slider? I absolutely love a Carlos Rodon slider. He has what I call a White Castle specials when you throw three sliders to a left-handed hitter and cut his throat in front of his family. He's <laughs> hands down, <laughs> hands down the nastiest, the nastiest throat-cutting left-hander since John Wayne Gacy. 
So I thank you. Thank you, Rob. All right, I'll, I'll let you go. All right, yeah. So that was Rob Friedman, everyone, from uh, the Pitching Ninja. <laughs> totally him. Uh, yeah. I appreciate you making that call, by the way. You know, it's no, hard for me to I, reach him. It's fine. It's like, uh, you know, it's like, uh, the you know, the th- you can, I can only use it every once in a while. It's like a bat signal, you know. So, but mm. well, um, he has to smash his phone after each one, so he can't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he has to go get a new phone. He's gonna send me his uh, new phone number because we're him and I are pretty close. Not gonna lie, um, I give him money to keep his uh, to keep his little project going about like pitching. It ain't the pitching ninja thing. I'm keeping afloat. It's some other thing that he's doing. Um, he's building a new suit that. Uh, I thought it was going to be like a like a like a wingsuit for flying, but this one he says will grant him immortality. Um, <laughs> oh, is it kind of like the uh, suit that Kanye wore on Infowars? Is it kind of like that? Uh, it is a lot like that, but it's not okay. made out of a material <laughs> I recognize. Like it looks like it's made out of, like it looks like it's made out of hide, right? Made out of leather, <laughs> but it doesn't look it doesn't look like any animal I've ever seen. It's kind of like you can see you can see like uh, ligature marks in it. You can I swear to God I saw like an eyebrow on it. I don't know, Rob. We support <laughs> what you're doing over whatever the fuck you're doing over there over at uh, pitching crawl space or whatever. So keep it up. Uh, yeah, Carlos Rodon's got a murderous slider. That's for sure. That's, that's mm. for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, we should fight. Um, it's time to fight. Um, Hall of Fame ballots, guys. Oh, <laughs> before we argue, do you want to? Do you want to? Uh, do you want to talk about the the little uh, morsel of Cardinals news, real quick before yeah, we do that? Rip. Let her rip. Uh, so Fine Sand Fiznan, whatever the fuck his name is, uh, Mark tweeted out that the Braves were the front runner for uh, Sean Murphy, oh. and. Uh, yeah, yeah, in the Guardians, you know. Um, and then he tweeted out the Cardinals, Guardians, and Rays were the top three teams that are hard on Sean Murphy. So there's there's one one morsel. But earlier this week, there uh, was a tweet saying Cardinals were in serious talks with Wilson Contreras as well. So if if things go my way... Uh, Sean Murphy fucking goes to the Guardians and the Cardinals sign Wilson Contreras. Or um, Austin Hedges. Mm. Yeah, uh, Mike Zunino. Mike Zunino is there. God damn it. Omar. Omar Narvaez. My you know, boy. Uh, Kurt Casale. I know, I, know, <laughs> I know Biscuit the Cat survived this past season because Mike Zunino obviously wasn't going to replicate that 2021 season but there he he can do something worse than forcing me to kill my cat and that's sign a contract with the cardinals i can't have that no i will i will fucking cut his break lines at that point i'll have to bleep that but i no no mike uh, no mike Zunino, no mike i'd rather have mike napoli bring mike napoli back i'd rather have that Hey guys, um, you're not thinking like Mo. We could have Narvaez and Zanino for the price of one Contreras. I know. Whoa. Um, breaking news, actually. Uh, Fred McGriff just got the call to Cooperstown and the Veterans Committee. Attaboy, Fred. Crime dog, everyone. He got it. Yeah. Crime dog. Yeah. Round of applause for mm-hmm. Fred. 
Fred McGriff. He should have been in it way before, but hell yeah. Fucking A, Fred McGriff. So we do have some Hall of Fame uh, um, news there. Uh, speaking of uh, Fred McGriff, a lot of people have opinions on him. He's considered one of the nicest guys in the sports, unless you ask Whitey Herzog. Whitey Herzog, everyone. Let me go to the book. Um, you know, this 82 series will eventually write itself, but I am enamored with this fucking cartoon man that we made our manager for the 1980s. <laughs> this angry, this angry little Smurf elf, I swear to God. I white love rat. The white rat indeed. He is, I love this man. Um, he, here we go, page 119. What did he have to say about Fred McGriff, who's now a Hall of Famer, the same as Whitey? Um, they say Fred McGriff is a fine person, but he's always been an overrated ball player. Here's a guy wow. who hit 30-plus homers for seven straight years, but in three of those years, he didn't even have 100 RBIs. That's not very good clutch hitting. Considering the players he's hit behind his whole career, guys like Tony Gwynn, Robbie Alomar, Kenny Lofton, Chipper Jones. He ought to drive in that many every year. I've proven that if you take a third-place hitter who can make contact, who doesn't hit any many double plays, and bat him behind decent hitters he can run, he can hit 10 homers and still drive in 100. So the most overrated player of the 80s and 90s is now in the Hall of Fame. We retract our celebration for Fred McGriff. You may be a nice person, but Fred... What have you got to show for? I know you got 493 home runs. That's that's okay. I know you have one of the highest OPSs for your position, OPS pluses. But Fred, you didn't drive in 120 runs every year. So um, we're gonna start a petition to have him removed. That's what we're gonna do, guys. We can't we can't have this hall dirtied up. But I. The more I do this bit, the more it feels like I'm being a Nazi. Nick, you're rubbing off on me, so. No. <laughs> Can't be dirtying up our hall. Get him out of here. Uh, anyway, congrats to Fred McGriff. Uh, guys, what's your Hall of Fame ballots looking like? Mm. Who's going first? Who wants to be Blade? Uh, Who wants I'll to go. go. I'll, uh, I'll let you guys dunk on me. Here we go. Bobby You're Abreu. You're the only valid one, Ryan. That's all right. Bobby Abreu. Bobby Abreu. That's Carlos right. Beltran. Mm -hmm. Toddy Helton. Yep. Don't, Man Ram. Don't tell Nick about his neck. Manny Ramirez. A-Rod. Ooh. K-Rod. Oh! Spice. Sunny Rollins. Mm-hmm. I like Rods and Rollins because I got Jimmy Rollins, Jimmy Rollins, <laughs> Gary Sheffield. Yeah. And uh, Billy Wag, Billy Wagner, William Wagner, William William Wagner. All right, that's pretty solid. Um, except for Jimmy Rollins, but we won't. Whatever. I mean, if we're going to just let in just good players, we're just letting Tom, good, who do you... If we're letting good players, why not, you know, like Mark Burley? I mean, you there's said, a bunch of good players on here. Why well, not go for all many, Yeah, many Johnny Peralta, come on, Many times you said he's on, not guys. even the best shortstop of his decade, <laughs> like of his era. Who's a better shortstop than Jimmy Rollins between 2000 and 2010? Alex Rodriguez. 
Okay, aside from somebody who's never getting in. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> Especially in the National League, there was no one better than him. Brendan Ryan. Brendan Ryan was way better. Paul I can't even. I can't not even think of any other shortstop between Tyler, 2000 and 2010. Tyler that was Green. Than him. Khalil Here, let Green. Let me find him. Because that is a good. Ooh, point. Where's Khalil? Because when J. Raw retired, this is before uh, Nerd Stats came along. I just saw the amount of hits he had and that he played forever. I was like, wow, this guy, this guy's got, this guy's good. And then. Uh, Luckily, we have data on this. Let's say 2002 to 2009. Was there any other better shortstop? Seven years is a pretty good window. Let's find out. Survey says. A-Rod, Derek Jeter, forgot him. Miguel Tejada was better, I would say. Um, Bring uh, Go to 2001 because he was an all-star that season, too. He was. I mean, we go back to 2000. J-Raw, though, by shortstop. He was the third best shortstop, though, even in Ryan's span. So, I mean, he's pretty good, guys. But, but, I mean, hear me out on this one. Maybe this period of shortstops wasn't that good. Not all of them are going to be Hall of Famers. Um, I mean, if we use, like, the legacy treatment on him, he's got the MVP, which is really good. But his production really kind of – I mean, it really kind of fell off for him, like, after about, like, 06 – or, sorry, 07, 08. And Jimmy just became very consistent, like like Jamie Moyer level of longevity, which is pretty. I mean, which is impressive. It's good he did that. Um, from 2000 to 2000, let's make it 10 years. Let's make it 2010. The best shortstops in the game were A. Rod, who had switched to third base around that time, Derek Jeter, Miguel Tejada, uh, and Jimmy Rollins. So let's just say Jeter, Tejada, Rollins. So only two guys ahead of him. That's still not bad. Didn't Tejada juice? And as far as Tejada lied about his age, I know that. I can't remember if he juiced or not. I know he lied about his age. That's what he got. uh, That's what he garnered a lot of controversy for. Yeah. But I I mean, I'm looking at the ballot here, and uh, I mean, I'm okay with putting in the third best shortstop of his era. If we also put in the second best shortstop of his era, I think that's a good compromise. We already have the best shortstop of his era already in there. Everyone loves Derek Jeter. But. Derek <laughs> Jeter. The, everyone, everyone, especially in Florida, loves Derek Jeter. Like, counting numbers-wise, I mean, I don't know. Nick, you really like J-Roll because of his longevity and his hits, right? You really like the amount of hits he got? I just I like him as a, a whole player. He could field, Great he could hit for average, yeah. he could hit some pop sometimes. Yeah, you know he had the speed. He, uh, you know, he's just a, a complete player. Wow, You're and he played a very hard position. Guy with complete player, um, with some pop, scored runs, finished with over twenty four hundred hits. I think you're describing Todd Helton. Who Listen, should be in the Hall Fred, of Fame. Fred McGriff just got in the Hall of Fame with less than 2,500 hits. So. I no shit though. Um, Jimmy, I don't, I don't think baseball writers will pull it for him. But J. Raw, he's I got think, four more years. I know he's got four whatever. more years. I could see a veterans committee. All right, it's ten years. It's yeah, ten years, 10 isn't total. it? 
Yeah, I'm not sure when yeah. his eligibility started. Um, he's got last year. He, I can see him. I can see a veterans committee pushing him through. But for me, I don't know. He just strikes me as like a really good baseball player with a really good career, but not like he 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 strikes me as Tory Hunter. That's kind of how I look at him. I see him as a Tory Hunter. Played a hard, demanding position. Was a really good fielder. Incredibly great ambassador for the game. Great personality, and he was a good hitter. But Tory Hunter's not a Hall of Famer, and like I want him to be. It'd be cool because Tory's cool. But I mean, it's just kind of how I feel about Jimmy. I mean, if he got right. in, I would be, I wouldn't be upset by it. I mean, since we all know that I'm a writer now, you know, since I've, I'm published <laughs> uh, with the poem and everything, <laughs> um, I definitely look at this more of like the story of baseball, and I feel like like J Raw. Yeah. Jose Reyes Tulo kind of started this trend of super athletic shortstops who mash and steal bases. And yeah, I feel Carlos like Correa. Are, yeah, where But like they're they started this wave. Like they were the, the ones that like started this oh god. Trey Turner. This, yeah. yeah, and have made every team needs the shortstop. Fernando every, Tatis. That's what we're all trying yeah. to get. Well, to quote the great uh the great uh, uh white rat. Whitey Herzog, he said, no team that ever won a pennant did it with a dog shit shortstop. So, um, yeah, I I mean, I can kind of buy that. I mean, um, where shortstops became more than just, like, uh, you know, guys who just slap and steal bases. They can be OPS machines, too. I mean, Jimmy's, Jimmy's at the start of that. And, I mean, he won an MVP over it. I mean, he hit 30 tanks one year. He had, I think, 10, 15 triples to go along with it. I don't know. I can see yeah. a veterans committee putting him through, though. But if if I had to pick on my ballot, he's he's outside of the ten. I would pick on this ballot. Maybe next year if a bunch of these guys get in. But uh, Nick, Nico, Nico, Spaghetti Boy. What? What's your ballot? We know you got Jay Roll on there. <clears throat> Bobby Abreu, Carlos Beltran, Andrew Jones, uh, Andy Pettit. Scott Rowland, Jimmy Rollins, and Billy Wagner. And if I have to add, if I have to add another one, Francisco Rodriguez. Okay, Rod. Um, but, but he's not. It's not who I put on there initially. So, I like that our this podcast really loves Bobby Abreu because I feel like no one appreciates. He was good. He was. Really he was fucking, fucking good, good. He and was he was so clean. He was so fucking good. He would be like revered with his style of play now he uh, played so. forever too yeah a guy who walks a hundred times has like a 380 to 400 on base percentage like fucking sign me up for that Nah, didn't hit 30 home runs consistently didn't drive in over 100 he still drove in 100 runs a lot but um andy pettit why andy pettit i thought he was just a solid lefty his whole career consistent you know Really good in the postseason, which should matter when you vote in the Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. because if uh, can't be good in those big moments, I mean that kind of that kind of puts a stink on your legacy. Yeah, you know he did have he did have that you know little uh, I don't know if you would call it a steroid thing, but no, he's he honest got, about he, it, right? He he yeah he's like yeah this is for an injury for my knee like and who knows same, obviously same but, thing Ankeel did. So. Yeah, but I don't think either of them got suspended, did they? No, they didn't. They did, just came out. Did Pettit get suspended? 
No, they just came out and said, took HGH for an injury. Here's my prescription. So, so. Yeah, so. Which, yeah. No, he, I like I like Andy Pettit. He, I don't know if it's, I don't know if he holds a record for most wins, postseason wins, but, I mean, he threw over 270 postseason innings, and he posted like a sub-four ERA in his postseason. He had a pretty high seasonal ERA, but he's kind of like in that weird Burley category, but I think... Like, I wouldn't vote for Burley or Pettit. But, like, I, I don't think I'm that far from it. Like, Jack Morris is in the fucking Hall of Fame. And there's Jack, that, uh... Jack Morris and Andy <clears throat> Pettit are, have, like, similar stats, right? Like To to, to backtrack real quick, it was, uh, you know, HGH he used, but what he used wasn't banned till 2005, and he used it in 2002, so... yeah. That's just another, like, yeah, I mean, there's a little sussery with Andy Pettit, but, like, I don't know, dude. He's just, you know, <clears throat> a lot of, a lot of pit- fucking jacked from it. I mean, his stats. No, he sad. was always yeah. a tall, a tall, like, slightly skinny, you know, not super skinny like Chris Sale, but, like, yeah. you know. Love Jesus a whole lot. Gross. He's good. He's a, yeah, I mean, he's a cringe <laughs> person probably, but uh, a really, really good, <laughs> solid pitcher. Andy Pettit's uh, not coming to my trans daughter's bar mitzvah, I tell you what. God damn it. God damn it, Pettit. So, um, but bop mitzvah to you know. Get it right. You're offending my people. Oh, shit. Yeah, that could be taken. God, Ricky Gervais is yeah. going to steal my joke and use it on stage now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, like, on the fence with Pet. Like, I'm more close to saying yes on Pettit than I am for Burley. And I love Mark Burley. Like, he had, like... 15 seasons in a row like with 200 plus innings he would have made he would have ended his career with 200 plus innings but he missed it by like an inning and a third but like he's like in that hall of like very good like when you think hall of fame pitcher like do you think of a guy posting like a winning record 200 innings average amount of strikeouts and like a high three low four era Ryan can because he loves Kent Bottenfield. And Kent Bottenfield can see into the future when he has enough Bud Lights, as we all know. But, like, <laughs> I mean, that's kind of the guys you get with, like, Pettit and Burley. Pettit was, like, very lucky because he played for the Yankees during their, you know, their 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 uh, their Death Star days. Um, Burley, I mean, he won a and- ring. Um, he did a lot. He had a lot more guile with it. But, I mean... Hey, they racked up good saver metrics. It's just they, I don't know. It just doesn't blow me away. Like postseason success is good. He got more cracks than a lot of guys, but I mean he's still, you know, he's still good in the postseason. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know yet. I don't know yet. I'll have to do a deep dive on old Mister Andrew Pettit, the cheater, the fucking cheating snake that he is. That's right. You heard it here. Worst fans, we're coming after you, Andy Pettit. You can't soil the namesake of our game anymore. By the way, Pete Rose should be reinstated. Omar Vizquel did nothing wrong, okay? Oh, Come on. Ye 2024. Yay, Um, Did you have any other? I mean, it's just con- yeah. I mean, the only one that left on me is like J-Roll and Pettit. Um. Josh, who do you have? Josh has one um, that we all ganged up on you for, and we're going to do it now. Yeah, kind of silly. Yeah. Well, kinda. I didn't include uh, Billy Wagner. Um, you did. So he does yeah. not include fucking Billy Wagner, folks. 
Nope. Fuck Billy Wagner. Piece of shit. Mm. Why not? For Billy? no reason. And why not Billy Wagner? No. Is- fuck the rest of your ballot. You have to defend Billy Wagner right now. Why? Well, why not? Before I why start, not? I'm gonna preface it with: I'm fine to die in this hill, even if I know I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> So you're a good um, defense God. attorney. We know it. that's you're, that's Tom yeah. with Jimmy Rollins. <laughs> you know, I just I don't know. I, I just never liked him. You never. Liked him. Oh, okay. I just never, never liked him. Oh, you didn't like him, huh? Did he? Yeah, fuck I didn't the girl like him. You liked? Is that what happened? Yeah, Was like, he Hennessy's Cabrera fucking your girlfriend on the R? Oh yeah, <laughs> break that. Some chick fucked it. Well, we, that was just some foreshadowing, okay? Yeah, foreshadowing. Uh, hold we'll on, we'll do there. the balance we'll thing. Well, then we'll talk about this this super cool chick. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So I, don't know. I use the compare tool between Billy Wagner and Mariana Rivera. And Mariana Rivera. I is, sent that to you guys. Yeah. Um. Fucking. Fucking. Rivera was a unanimous Hall of Famer, which is dumb that the. That a closer had to be the first one to get it, but baseball writers are, well, you know, they live in a different reality than us. But well, like, I wouldn't even had Rivera be a, you know, I would have had him be a Hall of Famer, but not a unanimous vote. Like, okay, yeah, e- easy, easy on that. So it, the the fact that Griffey didn't get unanimous is kind of it's also yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So <laughs> Wagner posted a way higher strikeout for nine, a way better or or not way better, sorry, a better FIP and a better WHIP. Uh, Rivera obviously had more saves because he pitched so fucking long and got hurt less. He had Wagner's career ERA is two point three one. Rivera's is two point two one. Josh, pull the trigger, man. Well, Come I was on. limited to ten, and I like other people more than him. You if like I had a, say what, twelve, Gary Sheffield. Yeah, I love Gary Sheffield. You love Gary Sheffield. You want to know why? Because he he saw the potential in Tim Tebow. He (laughs) saw that that's a guy who the Mets should sign and keep him in Double A for three years. Okay, that's what they. That's what he saw. Tell us the rest of your ballot uh, now that it. Okay, let's just get this over with. Get it over with, fucker. Okay, Uh, Bobby Abreu. Hell yeah! Good. Uh, Good. Mark Burley. Um, mm. Which we can get into that in a minute. Um, Todd Helton, <laughs> uh, Andrew Jones, and also, I think it's crazy that none of you guys are showing love for Jeff Kent. That's I do. my mind. Yeah, I showed love for Jeff Kent, but we haven't got. Um, uh, and then I've got Manny, um, Alex Rodriguez, uh, Roland, and Sheffield. So that's my squad. That's ten. Are you picking Mark Burley because you know he's related to your old principal? Is that why? And you feel really tied tied to Mark well, Burley? First of all, Tony Burley was not my principal. <laughs> what was <laughs> he was the, never principal. What was his role? He though? was I like he was superintendent. He was over he he was no. overlord of Notre Dame. No, he was like head of the school foundation. Oh. So yeah. Ew, gross. <laughs> Tony's nice. Um Okay, but yeah, he's uh he's distantly related to one of the Lebanese, um, my friend Callie. Yep. Um, fan of the pod, um, hates me most of the time, but you know, um, so yeah, no, I just liked him. He was always like the face of um the AL Central in terms of like starting pitching. 
mm-hmm. um, to me as a kid. So I always liked him. You know, he threw a no hitter, won a World Series. He had that cool ass like flip behind his back thing. I think in one of his no hit games. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. Like he was like up the first baseline. That was a sick ass move. Um, Got thrown and, out by Joe, know, Re- Joe West, Hall of Famer. Got thrown out by another Hall of Famer. Also true. Got thrown out and, by, you by know, Super Cop. <laughs> <laughs> I just always liked, uh, you know, the fact that, he, like, you, like you were talking about earlier, the man went 200 fucking innings consistently. He maybe wasn't the most lights out, but he's like, like, he is Lance Lynn if Lance Lynn hadn't had the shoulder issue or the other, you know, health issues he's had since mm-hmm. he's kind of left the Cardinals. Like if Lance Lynn would have been able to do that for like another 10 plus seasons, you know, I think he's, he's kind of a pro, a prototype of Mark Burley. Burley uh, is what he did is unique and incredible. Although the weird thing is, it's just not eye gouging. Like, so when he got, Brought up to come out of the pen and work some starts. He did 51 innings when he was 21. And then until he was 36, 200 innings, 10 wins every single season. And, again, his final season in Toronto when he's 36 years old, posting a 3-8-1 ERA, 198 and two-thirds innings. Like, there is a lot to admire about that. And if you guys like the Sabre metric, like ERA+, plus, which takes into account, you know, era and ballpark, you know, he may not have been like a, a sub three ERA guy, but he was most definitely effective. Um, he had two seasons with his, with his uh, when his ERA was below average, and that entire amount of innings he's thrown, like it, he's an interesting case. He's got about sixty career WAR, so he's kind of like on that cusp of you know flip a coin. And again, putting Jack fucking Morris, who is kind of a terrible person into the Hall of Fame <laughs> kind of like opens the avenue. It kind of creates an avenue for guys like Pettit and Burley. Um, yeah. Uh, I empathize. My ballot came out as such. Um, I have two kinds. Uh, one, one of them has Jeff Kent on it, but I don't think Jeff Kent's going to get anywhere near the votes to break the threshold. So it's fine. Jeff Kent is a Hall of Famer, so I'm going to present a ballot without him on it because I think it'd just be a wasted vote. Uh, oh yeah, because we're we're uh, baseball writers now, right? Like we get we get to vote on this. We're yeah. published, you know. We here's the thing. We're what, you know what we're makes at the us, table. No, no. What makes us fucking better than these baseball <laughs> writers is we'll at least fill out ten or mostly ten. Like these fucking assholes that will vote for like one or two guys. Like eat shit. God damn. Uh, I went with Bobby, Carlos, um, Helton, Andrew Jones, uh, K Rod, Scotty Rowland. Uh, Gary Sheffield, Wagner, Manny, and A-Rod. Um, one guy... Oh, before we before we move on and talk about the girl getting, uh, getting this sweet, sweet arch dick, um, we all seem to pull the trigger for Carlos Beltran, right? Yeah. 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 But I don't think the baseball writers are. So that... <laughs> We're going to have the good old-fashioned character clause brought up um, because baseball is not a game that's sullied by by, uh, less-than-perfect people. So um, we were talking about this in the chat. I think you shouldn't have, like, any hard lines across. Well, not any. I think you should have some. Like, 
molesting like an autistic bat boy. Omar Vizquel. I don't think you should. I think that should keep you out. Statutory rape, Pete Rose. I think that should keep you out. Cap Anson's in the Hall of Fame, but he was a Klansman. That should keep you out. Um, Defrauding taxpayers for, for a an fucking video game. Yeah, falling on a falling on a grenade for an organization over a cheating scandal. You know, Carlos Beltran's worked up enough goodwill throughout his career. I don't give a shit. Manny Ramirez, like juiced and him juice continuously juicing ended his career I non-stop for, yeah i can forgive that i mean like we all i think we all voted for andrew jones how many of us voted for andrew jones i, I know what i i did and you know what i kind of almost want to like retract that vote because i did look at his numbers again yeah well he was very good at fielding he was like a he elite center fielder he came up young you know, he sh- yeah. he shook Braves fans for a long time. But looking at his uh, career numbers, I'm just kind of like, ah, uh, the, the maybe, I, maybe I put Jeff Kent instead. Yeah, I mean, I would put Kent before Jones. Um, but, I mean, he's – Andrew Jones is considered, like, arguably the best or within the top three best fielding center fielders. And if – you know, as I've heard before, if, I, if someone told me – the best uh, fielding center fielder also has over 400 home runs and, like, an 800, 820-something OPS. I'd be like, oh, yeah, that guy's probably a Hall of Famer. Like, I feel like Jones didn't do any service or didn't do any uh, – didn't help his career when he got his bag when as soon as he got past 29 because he got fat. And, uh, like, that's when his career nosedive. And those are, you know, those would have been great uh, counting numbers he could have accrued. But – you know, from his age 20 to 30 season, the the dude was great. I, I have no problem voting for him on it. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm going to keep him on, but, you know. Yeah. I mean, I would bring him up as, like, if we're pulling the trigger for Andrew Jones, you know, a guy who beat his wife in, in, one, in one incident. Like, you know. See, I, didn't, I also didn't know that about him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a domestic incident that way. Um, like, am I gonna have to start typing in every one of these fucking guys' names, just being like beating wife, yeah, gambling addiction, <laughs> just, just molestation? It, like, you, <laughs> you should, and you should just go to their wiki. It's usually covered there. Um, I, I would say, like, you know, if I'm pulling the trigger for that, like, you know, I, I, it's. I can vote for a guy who did steroids. I can vote for a guy who was on the Astros team. And, you know, Beltran paid his price. He lost a managing gig. And his career is, his legacy is rather tarnished by it. Even though, like, you know, when he did that, he was a player taking orders from an organization. Like, And like I said, Hinch has his job. Fucking Cora has his job. None of the players who are on the team still got zero, 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 zero trouble. And the whole thing during the playoffs is like, we got to get over that. Like, I felt like there was a big push to be like, this isn't the same team. You guys need to get over this. No, fuck you. It's the same team. That's what I said. It's five of the guys from it, and they're great players. Fuck you. We don't have to forget. We're we're fans. We're fans. We can hate we can hate them as long like. I, as a Blues fan, I have to own that our shitty organization went like anti-Muslim on a on a guy in the postseason, and we'll have to live that our whole lives. Like, well, you just you just you own it. There was no there was no punishment for him, and like I don't think the Astros cheated this past season, but like fuck them. 
fuck that organization. They're still owned by that dinosaur that like that that oversaw it. Like they can eat shit. They should have had to pay fines that would have crippled them continuing the window. They should have gave us like, back they, like, the draft pick they took from us when we spied on them for their scouting. Okay, that's what should have happened. No. I have a even better idea. What we need to do is the MLB basically needs to take all of Texas's oil. MLB will now be the biggest oil company on the planet. We're going to cripple MLBP. their local and state MLBP. economy. <laughs> yeah, that's what needs to happen. That's the appropriate fine for banging on a trash can. My level of Astros disdain will not prevent me from supporting, like, Granky getting in the hall or Verlander or Beltron. But, like, yeah, I mean, it, it, it. Let, to get back on topic, Beltron should be in the Hall of Famer. It should be a Hall of Fame. He's one of the greatest switch-hitting hitters of our era. One of the most prolific and efficient base stealers. Guy who could hit, draw walks, steal, great defender. How the fuck is he not in the Hall of Fame? So... He, he gets it. And Todd Helton. Todd Helton, yeah, he's got a perfectly good-sized neck. Don't fucking listen to what okay. Nick Scarpacci has to say about his neck. His neck okay. is fine. Now, let's talk about Hennis Cabrera's sex life. <laughs> <laughs> so, nice Ryan. Thanks. Uh, Drop the bomb. Ryan, aside from being a um, an accomplished poet, uh, also is a uh, is also a gossip journalist. And what did you find, Ryan? Um, on page six, we should have the quote or credit the people who we should, yeah, made this video. Uh, TikTok Alex Holum. Oh, he looks pretty rad. He's got a nice maybe faux mullet there. Um, doing the old old TikTok interviews. Um, you mean, the interview with a girl said a Harpo's, which is in Columbia, Missouri. So this is probably like a Mizzou student or uh, something. Um, girl, had, he asked her what the uh, her weirdest place having sex, and she said in an MLB player's house, and she name dropped Henesis off the Henny Cabrera. <laughs> um, Shall we? And uh... also said that they had sex possibly on the arch, where she took back shots. This girl is rad, hero of the week. Um, I have it right here. Shall we listen to it? Let's go for let's, it. Let's rock and roll. Where is the weirdest place you ever had sex? I got three weird places. Three? Okay, all right, I'm here. An MLB player's house. I fucked an MLB player. Cardinals. <laughs> name is? Genesis Cabrera. <laughs> okay. Says okay. His name wrong. I fucked on the arch. I got back shots on the arch. Okay. You got. You got. St. Louis. You got doggy on the arch? I did. Hung, like, this, this is the arch. I, this is me, bro. This, this, so show us what you did on the arch. Where? Well, it's happy to know that Hennessy's, um uh, found someone he has a lot in common with. They can both barely speak English. So I'm very happy. That <laughs> <laughs> I'm very happy. <laughs> Uh, or it, no, it's just awesome. Uh, I'm happy for her. Um, I, honest to God, if, um, I, if, if I got kissed by a ball player, it would change my life and I would, and I, and I would like cut off my dick and join a covenant or something. I don't know. I would do something crazy. That's how excited I'd be. Um, that's awesome. I'm just curious about her. Like, 
So she didn't get fucked by Hennestus on the actual, like, in the actual She arch. did say the she on the fuck- arch, so part yeah. of me is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just wondering, like, the logistics, because I was like, did you fuck in the elevator? Because it's basically like a fucking pod. Like, There's it- not a lot of space up <laughs> yeah. there to fuck, you know, it's like. Fucking raw doctor, a- raw doctor in the gift <laughs> shop. One hundred percent did. You can see the arch swaying while they're fucking plowing. <laughs> they say the arch sways eighteen inches when you're up here due to win, or when Hennessy's Cabrera brings a lucky fan. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be a Friday night in July. Oh uh, we're giving away. Back shots from Hennessy's Cabrera on the arch. I'm going to make a, a for the first about that. 500 fans. So that's why the arch sways so much. Man, I'm so funny. I'm going to get two. Dude, I'm just I'm like get... refreshing Twitter over and over again, waiting for a fucking bomb to drop. You don't think this is a bomb that Hennessy's Cabrera has sex? You don't think that? Dude, I was okay. reading the comments. <laughs> And they were saying this girl's just like just out of high school, so that's kind of. Uh, oh no! Ah, giving her the old Carlos Martinez treatment, huh? Oh. Ooh. <laughs> Tsunami! Wait, is Hennessy's gonna go to jail now? Is that what we're actually? I'll open up a forty-man ah. spot. So. No, guys, he ain't gonna go to jail. <laughs> First off, it's sexual assault against a woman. You think this country was gonna investigate and do something about that? So, I wish it would. One, justice would be served. Two, we'd open up a 40-man spot, possibly for another <laughs> another hard-throwing left-handed reliever. Who knows? But um, That's cool. That is the uh, – we should call – we should make this like a bit zone. This is That is the worst fans – that is the worst fans raw dog of the week right there. <laughs> <laughs> we just find players fucking. That's all we do. Um, yeah. Um, it just becomes a Jimmy Jimmy Edmonds blog on. Oh uh, God! Who he's fucking this week? When, when people bring up Andrew Jones <laughs> as like the greatest defensive center fielder, part of me is like the sheer disrespect to not bring up Jimmy Ballgame, and I'm sure Jimmy Jimothy Ball, Edmonds. I'm sure Jimmy Ballgame feels the same way. So, um, what what's everyone's winter predictions we got coming on here? What's going to happen? It's going to be a cold um, one. My, Hold my on, quick meteor- winter prediction. Meteorologist Ryan has a forecast. What was that, Ryan? It's going to be a cold one out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, got a cold front coming in? <clears throat> uh, okay. The wind's from the north! <laughs> Okay, all right, let it rip, Nick. Sorry, we had to get a weather update. <laughs> oh, I, I, I forgot. Uh, uh, here, let me refresh. Um, uh, what, what's, ever, what's everyone feeling is going to go with the winter meetings? Verlander's going to be a Met uh, this week. Ooh. It's a little revenge signing. Okay. Yeah. Because that's how uh, what's-his-face works, so. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sean Murphy's a guardian. Ooh. Um, yeah. Sorry, guys. I, I'm sorry. I just don't. I legitimately don't see it happening for the Cardinals. I would not be mad. Okay. I would not be mad. 
Sean Murphy's a good player. Do I want Contreras? Yes. But, we, but I think Murphy's going to the Guardians. But, so. but our prospects. That's going to be our Hillary Clinton yeah. call as Cardinals fans. Our, the but, butter emails, but our prospects. But I don't want I, – I want Gorman on this team. Uh, I see Lieber Torres pretty expendable if it makes the team better. Um, you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, we can package it. Gorman, whatever, he can go. That's fine. Would you give up? Would you give up Mason Wynn? For no, this, for this? no, not yet. If if the if the Cardinals don't sign a shortstop, then why would like if they sign a shortstop, Wynn's going? Yeah, but like, what about? There's no chance. What about DC? Hmm. What is what is your willingness to trade Carlson? I don't care. Give go trade any of the outfielders. Okay. I don't care. I've been like mulling yeah. over that because Carlson, obviously, still young. Get a healthy season out of him, but part of me is, you know, if your player development, if your scouts, if your coaches think, yeah, I think we've kind of hit a ceiling. Like, you know, this is what you know his window will be. Then you know, it's best to jump out of that early before it becomes evident for everyone else. But um, <clears throat> I don't know. Um, I would say O'Neill very expensive expendable and movable same way with newt i would have to get something be presented with something pretty incredible uh to move carlson at this moment if he was a little older like uh, maybe if he this season was like his age 26 or 27 season i'd move him but i don't know we'll see hopefully we come home with danny jansen baby I have to feel like the front office is like shell shocked too, right? Like they've watched Alcantara become great. Um, Randy Arizona, the pitcher in Randy Arizona, um, Zach Gallen in Arizona. Yeah. Just, uh, I just feel like they have to be like, if somebody's asking for a prospect, they they're not even thinking about that they would gladly give up. They're probably like, oh fuck, no, you can't have that guy. Yeah. We don't even know about him, but no, you can't have our what we value as our seventy eighth prospect. Our... What was our? I'm trying to think off the top of my head. If we won more games, or uh, if we've won more games the past couple years compared to when we would, yeah, obviously trade guys to make the team better in the moment, like for Ozuna, you know. Um, I wonder I wonder if that point is being validated with this success. And the simple fact that the NL Central is full of small market teams that um, don't want to spend money. And that the Brewers did a, a mini fire sale only to swap fucking Colton Wong for Jesse Winker and Abraham Toro. Neat. Um, you know, you have the three... Three of those clubs won't spend money, and the Cubs maybe will spend money, but they're still a couple years removed from challenging. So, you know, I could see this organization being like, hey, let's play it safe. You know, we don't have to try that much to take this division. So. Hmm. Uh, all yeah. I can say is the stove is hot and I am moist. That's Ooh. all I can say. It's going to be an interesting week. <laughs> It's going to be an interesting week. Hachi machi. Come on down and get some of Josh's burnt ins, baby. Ha <laughs> ha, that stove is Ooh, hot. Speaking, speaking of the barbecue, um, we need to give a shout out to Timmy T. 
Oh yeah. Um, you know. Yeah. Gay Got dad to... comes through again. What was <laughs> gay the song? Dad, gay what, dad. What was the song I made? <laughs> Oh, what was the song? Uh, I, th- I th- think it just went, gay dad, gay dad, gay dad. Well, there's something else. Like, gay dad, gay dad, gay dad bought us a wood pellet smoker. Something like that. Gay dad is the yeah. best. So, uh, yeah, not to spoil it, but Timmy T bought uh, his son, Josh, who I won't let tell you, uh, bought him, bought, is buying him a pellet smoker. So we're going to have... Good e- we're going to have good eating down at the old Cook Thompson house. So. Yep. And, uh, Nick, I put some corn on there for you. Oh! Um, I'm gonna, uh, corn is trash. Thank you. Um, okay, I, uh, I, I put some <laughs> soy, some soy boys. Ooh, uh, thank some you. Some soy meat on there for oh, you. Some uh, tofu for yeah. the boy. Actually, I bet, like, smoked tofu would probably be pretty good. You know, at the end of the day. Do you eat cheese, Nick? Yeah, I do. Ooh, okay, I'll smoke some cheese for you. Oh, yeah, smoke Gouda yeah. Is so good. Hell oh, yeah. Yeah, dude. yeah, people like that oh. shit. Oh, smoke Gouda fucking... Oh, man. It it rocks my inner walls, if you know what that means. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I... <laughs> it stinks my pain, I just feel like... if you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> mm. It hems your roids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It busts my ghost. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Spooky ghost. <laughs> but yeah, we can smoke some Gouda. Yeah. Okay. I come back I come back from St. Louis at the end of the month. We can have a big fucking welcome home time. Hey, what uh what episode is this? This is episode ninety seven, I think. Seven? Let me look. Oh my god. God. We're so close to 100, guys. This is man. You're gonna have to come down for 100, bro. I will. Both y'all. We're, 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 we're well, I don't know where you. I don't know where Ryan lives. Hell yeah. but... We gotta. We'll bring. I'll bring Ryan with me. I'll pick him up wherever <laughs> actually, wherever he is because we still don't know where Ryan lives. Yeah, I, I don't know where Ryan <laughs> or what he does for a living. We've mentioned yeah. before that he has a wife. I'm at Andrew Tate's uh, warehouse uh, studying. <laughs> <laughs> studying the art of getting pussy money and hustling that's what i'm doing <laughs> fucking oh god red pilled ryan would be a great character oh my god <laughs> i've uh hey guys i've taken the red pill women are dogs <laughs> <laughs> that's why they like peanut butter so much <laughs> Hell yeah. Dude. Anyways, buy my NFT. Buy my yeah. buy me nice fucking titties. Yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> All right. Tits. Who we fucking? Who we fucking tonight? Um, we can fuck Mets fans. They haven't. We haven't given it to nah. them. We haven't. We never fuck Mets yeah, fans. Yeah. 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 <laughs> fuck the Rangers and mm. fuck the Mets. That's my. Ooh, but where are we fucking them? Are we fucking them on the arch? Or, yes. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. On top of the arch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> fuck. Back Setting shots for key. Mets fans. Fuck the Mets at fuck the Mets fans in the ass at Ground Zero and uh, <laughs> 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 and uh, fuck Rangers fans on a burning oil derrick off the coast of like Galveston. That's what we do. So yeah, now owned by the MLB, by the way. Now owned by the MLB BBP PBP. So anyway, <laughs> goodbye everyone. We love you. <laughs>